Hello and welcome to another exciting trial from the RPG Academy podcast and the RPG Academy network. I am Michael, and today we are going to be doing a trial of the game Identico, which is a cyberpunk game by Humanoid Games. We have the co-creator Alex and the co-creator Sean with us. They will be running the game, mostly Alex, but Sean may jump in every now and then. For the game, I am going to be playing what's called a Leo, which is a law enforcement officer. Uh, my character's name is Reynolds, uh, and I'm actually an ex-Leo because I ran, ran afoul of someone too too powerful, and I'm now like a bounty hunter. And then, uh, Caleb, who are you playing tonight, sir? Hey, everybody. Uh, today I am playing Flynn. He is the muscle of the group, combat specialist with cybernetic arms and a whole mess load of guns. All right, and we have Michael from the Redemption Podcast. Michael, who are you playing? I'll be playing the group's hacker. His name is Harris. He's also on the streets. I use streets in quotes, known as uh, Chosin. Excellent. And then our final player for tonight is also from the Redemption Podcast, Chris. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing very well, thank you. Who are you playing? I am playing Ajax, who is a greaser, which is kind of like a mechanic... And uh, he's a little bit of an adrenaline junkie. All right. Very, very cool. So then, Alex, I will turn it over to you. Tell us about Identico. Let's get started playing. Okay. Well, welcome to Identico. The year is 2099. After a series of nuclear strikes hit the United States in the mid-2030s, it caused massive refugee crises and people to flee to the coastal cities. To this day, it is the greatest mystery on Earth as who actually hit the U.S., because to this day, no one knows. As the United States collapsed, the corporations took over. The largest organization to keep the corporations in check is the U.N. and their Information and Observations Group. They created the Centralized Human Identity Program, which was great for most people in that it eliminated identity theft, made world travel and banking easy. It brought about global and economic parity with some side effects, namely security and privacy. Some people decided not to live under the guises of the corporation and have fled out into the rural areas or live on the fringe. You guys are starting today in Vancouver, British Columbia, which has actually voted to return to the United Kingdom completely. So they are part of the UK again and swear fealty to the monarchy, who have reasserted their political dominance. You guys have worked together for a little while. You've done a couple of really minor jobs, but most of you have only been freelancing for a little bit. Uh, you're instructed to meet a fixer contact at a place called Crab Park in Vancouver, B.C. The only thing out of the ordinary initially is that you're asked to meet your contact in the middle of the day, which is not usually when fixers like to do business. So have we met this contact before? No, this one's new. He calls himself Swan. Hmm. That doesn't sound ominous at all to me. Who got the communique to meet this fixer? Uh, it initially went to Cho Sin, and it specifically said he needed to, to get together the team he'd been running with lately. All right, so I'll assume that we are somewhere nearby from where we're supposed to meet, maybe like a warehouse or something. We probably got like a nondescript van, and we want to sort of scope out the place before we just roll up in the middle of broad daylight. As you drive by the park, it's the middle of the middle of the day on a Thursday, so it's fairly empty. There's not many people there. There's a few small families. Uh, the weather's beautiful. It's late August in Vancouver, so it's, you know, warm without being oppressively hot. Chosen, you seen anything? Nothing yet. Nothing showing up on my senses. 
Right. What about you, Flynn? Your spotty sense is tingling? Uh, was I supposed to be looking for stuff? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I've been getting my guns ready because we're probably going to get ganked here in a second, right? Well, that's what I'm trying to trying to mitigate. Do you, if you were going to gank us, where would you be standing? And is anyone standing there? Hmm, I didn't think about that. That's a yeah. give me give me a minute. We'll drive around again slowly. Hey, if, you guys, if you guys would like to make some perception checks, you can roll a d20 and and make a perception check. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I've got an internal HUD. Does that give me the bonus d6 on perception? Yes, it does. What do we add for a check like this again? Uh, there's a perception on the front of the page, right below the stat block. It should say P-E-R. Oh, great. Oh, it's zero. Awesome. So this is a, a mostly like a D20 sort of system. So are the same, is it going to be kind of close to the same ranges of DCs? Like 15 high is pretty good, four and less is pretty bad, or yeah, the ranges? That's like pretty that. close. Um, the only big difference is that it's not a straight pass fail. Okay. So there's, it's a gradiated scale. So gotcha. if you, you know, succeed by one, it might be good, but there might be a side effect to it. Or if you fail by one, you still might succeed, but maybe not as well as you hoped. Gotcha. All right. Well, um, Reynolds got an eight total. Uh, Flynn's coming in with a 12. Uh, Chosin would like to actually use uh, to look at the network in the park, like the Wi-Fi network to make sure – see if anybody's like backtracking anything, anybody's uh, monitoring outside of the standards. Give me a networks check. Uh, that'll be 16. Somebody has got an application where they're overlaying the cameras and definitely monitoring, and it's not government. Is it in a particular area of the park, or is it the entire surveillance system in the park? Looks like they're they're looking over the whole surveillance system, but they're specifically looking at an area uh, where there's a statue next to the water. And is that where we're supposed to meet our contact? That is where you are supposed to meet your contact. Um, I'd like to do a software check to see if I can identify uh, the author of the software. It's okay. going to be a 24. Uh, local hacker by the name of Luigi, unaffiliated as far as you know. Uh, I'd like to use that. I would assume, is that a pretty good success? Yep, that's pretty good. So quickly, uh, Chosin's going to throw up a, an avatar of a, a poop emoji and send that to Luigi through his software. So on the camera that's monitoring the statue, a little poop emoji shows up and waves at him. Uh, you receive a direct message to your com tab with an emoji of a middle finger. Right, so I know the bloke that's monitoring us. Um, we'll get him squared away after this, but, I mean, we have to meet the statue, so uh, let's let's find some way to park. Let's get out there so we can get this going. We, uh, well, if they're monitoring it, is there anything you can do? Like, can you make them watch Scooby-Doo reruns or something instead of seeing us? I'll see what I can do. Excellent. What's this Scooby-Doo you keep talking about, man? You always bring this up. I don't get it. It's a myth. You know, back in the before times when dogs could talk. Are you batty? <sighs> Man, you you religious types. I don't... It, dogs don't talk. Why, anymore? Why you, no, they don't anymore. <sighs> and you got to ask they, yourself, why? They never did. You're just bringing... Just making stuff up. That's, Life is rough enough as it is. Think. All right, Ajax, what about you? What are you feeling? Uh, Let's see. I rolled my perception check. I rolled two ones on both <laughs> dice, so... Uh, currently Ajax is staring at himself in the rearview mirror and hasn't been paying attention to anything you guys have said. There's actually a mannequin in the van we thought was you. You're still back <laughs> at base. It's like, man, Ajax is really quiet today. Is Ajax primping his pompadour in the rearview? <laughs> uh, he's, pra he's practicing his snaps. Yeah. Great stuff. Awesome. All right. So we will park the van. Uh, I assume Chosen will uh, do his best to, uh, to sort of... Keep the cameras off. Obfuscate. Of 
That was what I was trying to say, but I wasn't going to get there. Uh, and then we will make our way to the statue. Okay, as you approach the statue, uh, go ahead and make your roll to obfuscate the cameras. Yes, sir. Software? Scooby-Doo. Yep. That will be a 20 total. It is extremely successful. You're pretty sure you didn't just obfuscate him. You're pretty sure that every monitor and wherever he is is now currently playing a combination of Scooby-Doo, DuckTales, and Animaniacs. I want to be there. <laughs> yeah, can you route that back to my, my tab later? Later, later. <laughs> awesome. All right, so who do we see? Is there anybody, like, waiting on us? Anybody that seems suspiciously loitering? No, there's nobody waiting for you. As you stand there for a few minutes, a woman approaches you and looks at you and goes, a poop emoji. Well, I figured it, I, I thought it was appropriate. We had Luigi monitoring you, so the police weren't monitoring you. Well, then Luigi got to see a poop emoji, didn't he? And the police didn't, so everything's still good. We're still going. So she says, follow me. Uh, you uh, need- wait, 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 wait. What's your name, lady? Let's take this one step at a time. You think she's not going to give you her real name? Well, but but the lie she chooses will tell me something about Fair her. Fair enough. You can call me Locke. Locke. Uh. thought we were going to meet Swan. You are going to meet Swan, but Swan is not coming to meet you. You go meet him. Well, this is ridiculous. Really? For a bunch of newbies, you're getting quite a high-profile job. I'd be thankful, really. Look, 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 Flint, this is the way it goes. We go, we, we, they, we meet them, they meet us, they give us a job, we do the job, and then we get bigger jobs. This is, this is just par for the course, right? This is how it goes. All right, all right. Jeez, Chuck, calm down. All right, we'll go meet Locke, whatever. Uh, so you leave the park and, and walk in toward the center of the city. Uh, you take a left onto Abbott Street and pass a Mexican restaurant. Just as you pass it, you see an alley to your left where there are two wrought iron gates. I stop for a taco. <laughs> it's not Tuesday. It's Thursday. I don't care. I'm hungry. <laughs> and there's no sandwiches around. This is the closest thing. Well, there's a little there's a little takeout like window next to the little Mexican restaurant, and they give you two tacos for $10. Okay. I eat them while we walk. Uh, <laughs> they're super crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> As you uh, approach the rod iron gate, she stops for a second and passes her right forearm over a uh, camouflage reader next to the wrought iron gates and you hear an electronic lock click open and the door opens silently. She steps into the alley and walks down about 50 feet to another steel door on the right. Another swipe and then a little key code pops out and she enters both. I will give um, Flynn the signal that if things go bad to cut her arm off. because What is that it. signal? <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> You'll know it when you hear it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like the it's like bone saw from that Spider-Man like doing this. Yep. Let's keep that visual bit going for this audio podcast. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. So you uh, you walk in t- behind, into the steel door and down some concrete steps. It feels unbearably warm down here. Uh, it takes your eyes a moment to adjust to the blue and red lights that are bathing the room. You find yourself bathing those lights along with a dozen monitors of that are clear and opaque across the wall. Two punk-looking guys, one of whom is Luigi, are sprawled out at two computer terminals in front of the monitors. 
They're overseen by a man standing behind them. He's an imposing figure, standing at what you think to be about six foot seven tall, with a lanky but well-muscled build. Long dreadlocks frame his face, and he eyes you with a bit of concern, perhaps not expecting the likes of you to actually show up. The look quickly fades from his face as he turns to you. So, you decided to come. He had nothing better to do for the day. Right, hey, hey, Luigi, good to see you, and... and and Cho waves at Luigi, and then, your mother warned me to give these to you, and then he flips them off with both hands. <laughs> I mean, it was on the way to the taco place, so I figured I'll just swing by. <laughs> uh, Luigi so, uh, throws a bottle at you. Do I do I definitely step aside, or does it hit me? It, uh, no, his, his aim isn't that good, so it just kind of flies to the back of the room and falls to the ground. Right, so I will be recording. At, like As we were going down the steps, I wanted to turn the watcher on. Okay. So I'll just be, and I'll be kind of casually glancing around trying to get, you know, maybe later we can watch the video and see anything of interest. Okay, go ahead and give me a perception check. That would be a 12. There's a lot of stuff going on on those monitors, but it's really hard for you to follow. You're not really sure how Luigi and the other hacker are following it. There is code scrolling across four or five of the screens. There is visual representations of what look like torpedoes flying across another one. Uh, one's covered in a screensaver. There's just a variety of, of gotcha. just well, stimuli. Cho might be able to make sense of it later. All right, we're here, Swan. What's going on? All right, I won't waste time with too much background. It's come to our attention that uh, Malfinia Capital Power, most well known for creating Element 121, which is the biggest green energy concern it has completely replaced fossil fuels and is used to power everything from cars to rovers to drones and everything in between they've been ramping up their operations recently usually this wouldn't concern us however they've increased their hiring by 400 percent in the last three months and it's not just unskilled workforce either they're recruiting everything scientists geologists chemists, biochemists, bioethicists, engineers, top-level corporate security mercenary firms. They're recruiting them worldwide, and they're moving them to some undisclosed location. Near as we can tell, this is some new research and development initiative they've just commenced. This wouldn't normally concern us either, but Malfini hasn't leaned on R&D for about 20 years. Aside from minor innovations to Element 121, they've been extremely quiet. Element 121 changed the world and gave Malfini a huge profits. It gave them the ability to get into asteroid mining and join the Solar System Mining Collective. The bankroll doesn't want them to repeat that innovation. They want you to find out what they know and what they're working on. And before you ask, yes, I'm personally worried about what it could be. He pauses and then looks at something a little far away. Last time we sent someone in on this at their corporate headquarters in Angel City, and they decided to go right for the belly of the beast and it got him captured or killed. Not that it makes much of a difference who, which of those it was, one's just as bad as the other. We lost a good team once. Be sure not to fail this time. So we know what happens if we fail. What happens if we succeed? 150,000 credits each. Cryptocurrency or trade goods, your choice. I'm just kind of nodding my head, doing some math in my head. Now, when we communicate with our uh, QCOMs, is that... But like auditory to other people hear it, or is it like a we only sort of thing? No, it's not really auditory to anybody else. It sounds kind of like a croak because your vocal cords are still kind of moving, but okay. it doesn't, they can't tell what you're saying. All right, I'll do like a cough to try to cover it that they probably know what I'm doing, and I'll just ask everyone, are we in or are we out? It's a lot of tacos. Why not? 150,000 seems a little low. Ajax, you're here? Uh, yeah. 
He and you see Ajax like closing like a phone. He's been playing a game the entire time. <laughs> I'm thinking 150,000 each and uh let's say they make a moderate donation to one of the local children's hospitals. Right, I'm in regardless. So, I mean, if you can get them to make a donation, that's great, but I'm I'm, I'm 150k is nothing to sneeze at. So, did you say that out loud, Ajax? No, that was just to you. Just us. Okay. Okay. Cho said it out loud. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm, my, my eyes are flitting back and forth between uh, Ajax and uh, Cho, and I'll look at Swan. It's not bad, but I think we could do a little bit better. Uh, my friend over here, Ajax, has an affinity for children. No, I mean, that sounds bad. Um, <laughs> he would like an additional amount of money to go to like a children's charity. Possibly, uh, let's say one of us dies. That money goes to the charity. If we all come back, maybe there's a little extra, like maybe 50000 more to a children's hospital. Does that sound doable? He looks at Ajax suspiciously. Who's back playing on his phone? So you're an altruist. I thought he was a Baptist. Oh, you don't have to be offensive now. I wasn't the one asking for donations to children's hospitals. Okay, well, Michael, since you made the request, go ahead and give me a charisma check. Oh, this is going to go for poorly. Uh, let's see. I think you actually have some charisma skills. I do actually. I didn't did not realize that. So let's. Uh, all right. So and that, is that a social skill? Yeah. All right. So I got an eighteen on the die. I have a plus two to my charisma, and then whatever my social skill would do on top of that. Okay. Well, personality. So if you look at the top, you're going to notice you have a favored domain, and so not only do the skills work on a web, but there's a favored domain skills. Right. So each class gets a favored domain, and so uh, next level you would get a plus one to your favored domain. But right now that's a twenty. Wow. He rolled a three. He goes, 50,000. Done. I look at Ajax and kind of give him the eyebrow like, are we good now? Oh, that's acceptable. All right. We're in. Okay. He uh, motions you over toward one of the monitors mounted on the walls. And he goes, here's your target. He goes, this is Dax Maurice Thompson. He's a mid-level director in Malfinia's R&D division. Until recently, he didn't really have much to do. Like I said, Malfinia hasn't been doing much R&D. Since they're up to something, we think this turd might just be in over his head. His dad's a VP somewhere. This presents an interesting opportunity because he's never worked much on much in the way of what could be considered sensitive. He doesn't have the operation security discipline in keeping information locked down like you'd normally see out of someone in his position. The best part is we don't think Malfinius figured this out yet, so he still has access to what we need. The picture that he shows you, the guy looks like a complete dude, bro. Bleached blonde hair, fake plastered smile, semi-expensive suit that's made to look like it's more expensive than it really is. Basically a very punchable face. <laughs> Seems like we have us a situation here. <laughs> is he wearing velour? No, no. He's wearing, a, he's wearing a black pinstripe suit with a yellow power tie. So do you want us to kidnap him, wine and dine him, spy on him? What would you like us to do with him? Kill him? Well, you can kill him if you feel like it, but, you know, it's not necessarily part of the job. This is an information steal. So, he may have information that's relevant to this on his personal device. He may have it at his home computers, and he definitely has access to it in Malfinia's office. So, as to how you get that information out of him, the office, or anything else, well, that's entirely up to you. But, we think that their security levels in this area in Vancouver are going to be low. He pulls up another satellite another image it's a satellite photo and he goes 
This is Malfinia's Vancouver offices. They've rented out the 45th floor of the Royal Bank Tower downtown. Tom Sit lives at corporate-owned apartment housing in a 25-story tower about six blocks away. But I got one little extra bit of information. We managed to get a hold of his day planner for today, and we know that he's going to be out of his office and his house between 7 and 9 p.m. because he's going to be at dinner at the Nutraho restaurant at the Fairmont Pacific Rim. So you've got a window. So once we have the information, we bring it back here to you. Is there some uh, drop-off point? Just bring it back here. And if you have to, you know, get out quickly, we'll find you. And how are we supposed to get it to you? We don't have a fancy arm key shenanigan. Just come back. We'll know when you're on your way. Oh, we just get to knock on the wall like idiots? I mean... Hey, Mr. Mysterious Benefactor, please let us through the secret door no one can see. If you want to bust a hole through the wall, you can. I might have to. I have a feeling if you order a couple tacos, they'll know we're on our way before you finish eating them. Oh, that's right. I can order ahead with the app. All right, I might do that. (laughs) That's how they know. Was there something weird in the tacos? They're good. I don't know what's in there. I probably don't want to ask. Probably full of MSG and dog meat. Mmm. You know, dogs used to be able to talk. Eh, that's a long story. Quit your religious rambling. We're on a job. Jeez. We are not getting into that right now. You're making us look bad in front of the client. All right, so we're going to get going. Do we have to stand around here and talk all day? What's up? No, I think we're good. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, do we have like a comm code that if we needed like a phone number, burner phone, if we needed to call and do like a mid-operational check-in? Uh, he tells you that Chelsea can always get a hold of Luigi. Gotcha. Oh, I've got his number, believe me. <laughs> I think he's got yours as well. He couldn't hold my number with both hands. I'm pretty <laughs> sure the number is two, but... Uh... What time of day is it right now? Early morning? Lunchtime? No, you guys had uh, met them at the at the statue just after noon, so here it's probably about two o'clock in the afternoon. All right. We'll get back to the van and uh, have a little confab. All right. What are you guys thinking? So, he's going out to dinner. I say, you and I go in there, have a nice dinner at a table next to him. We have Flynn and Harris come in, uh, ski masks on, guns blazing, pretending to rob the place. You and I rescue Dax here, and he becomes our new best friend. Then we take him skydiving, strip club hopping, and we get him, well, drunk, and then he just lets us into the office. And then we don't have to split our money with Harris or (laughs) Flynn because they'll both be dead. Right. And the children's uh, hospital gets 300000 more. Ajax, uh, you would know that a guy at this level probably has a driver and some corporate security. He's got a personal security team with him. Right, so I don't like that plan. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> Flynn? We could roll his house while he's at dinner. I like that better. I think uh, that is a bright idea. I like that idea as well, but I do think it would be helpful to have eyes on Dax in case that window closes, uh, and maybe if we need to do something, run some interference and uh, keep it open a little longer. Well, you're the pretty boy talker of the group, right? Maybe that's on you. I was thinking more about like a you know two-car pileup on the whatever the route home is. Well, we still have to know what's going on at dinner, so you could observe him at dinner and initiate a distraction if need be. We put Reynolds in a dress. You go seduce him during dinner. That will completely distract him, then we can sneak in the house. This is a great plan. You could also talk to him about your religion. I like I like this plan. Or we could take him out, and I could dye my hair, and get some fake teeth, and pretend to be him. We could, 
Well, you know, it, it's 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 twenty ninety nine, mate. I mean, uh, gender's so fluid. You know, his name's Dax. Your name's Reynolds. Reynolds is kind of it could go either way, and probably has. All right, but that's Plan C. Plan A is Joe and Flynn go into the house while Ajax and I scope out the restaurant, give you information as as necessary, throw in a distraction. Hey, maybe we'll get lucky and two other chumps will actually try to break in and rob the place and we can do Plan A and you guys don't have to die. How far is the apartment from the restaurant? Uh, looks like it's about 20 blocks, so call it two miles. All right. It's not terribly far away. Is there an obvious route like they would take car, you know, like a, a major thoroughfare or something, so we would know like what the path should be if they come out of there? Yes. One moment, please. Actually, here's it right in front of me. Hey, uh, Cho, can you get us a reservation at that place? Give me a second. I think I could do a couple more things than that. Okay, so uh, leaving Malfinia's offices, they'd probably take uh, BC-99 over to Burrard Street and straight up to the restaurant. And then from the restaurant to his apartment would be Burrard Street back west to, uh, looks like, Rebson Street. You wrote that down, right? Uh, I'm recording it. Okay. So we're going to make uh, Alex repeat this later when we absolutely need it. <laughs> yes. Alex, yeah. you're recording this, right? <laughs> yes, I have it written down, fortunately. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Cho is going to cobble together an app to track Dax via his vehicle information using the roadway surveillance system and the cameras present at the restaurant. Okay, so that's two pieces of software because what you're doing is you're, you're building a worm to do surveillance and you're also going to have to mask it from the city and corporate guys who control the camera systems. So uh, go ahead and give me two software checks. Okay, the first check is a 15. Okay. And the second check is a 12. Okay. Wow, I am just not hot on the dice I am today. not complaining. It'll happen later when you're shooting at us. <laughs> well, apparently you're going to be able to hack everything and maybe not hit anything, so we'll see. Can you hack time? We'll Kung Fury this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bullet time. Only if we meet a Thor with epic packs. <laughs> of course. What other kind is there? Okay, uh, the software looks good to you, Chosin. Give me a network check to see if you can find yourself a good node to insert it. One more thing. I'm going to code this with Luigi's network signature. <laughs> okay. That's a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, as far as the RCMP will be concerned, eh, Luigi did it. We're the best at this job. Yeah, we're so good at this. Wait, wait. Can I do Luigi's signature but with a poop emoji <laughs> in it? <laughs> with the natural 20 absolutely yeah awesome perfect uh about those reservations though can you get us in that restaurant I'm, I'm guessing there's probably a wait list well there was a wait list give me just a minute let's see that's um you're rolling networks yeah uh that's a 20 not a natural 20 but a 20 Okay, uh, it's a rest. It's a they've got an online reservation system, so it's not hard for you to hack at all. And it's a it's a restaurant, so their cybersecurity is not what you would call top notch. 
Okay, so Cho's not actually going to hack this. He's just going to put it in a reservation. <laughs> Maybe under an assumed name. But but I'll think this is awesome, like amazing. Like, Cho's typing furiously. His hands are moving all over the interface. He's looking really busy, but he actually finished this like five minutes ago. Yeah. You're rerouting through the subnet. I'm just going to hack the subnet here. The way it looks to you, Flint, is it's because he basically kind of goes thousand yard stare with it. And so he's got these augmented reality glasses and he's just kind of waving his hands in front of his face. So, you know, Cho's like <laughs> making waving motions and kind of chopping a bit. He's actually playing like a version of Fruit Ninja in his visor, but it looks amazing. I don't know how he does what he does, but I'm so glad he can do it. Yes, hackers will often change their interfaces to meet their own personality. So you could change your hacking interface to look like Fruit Ninja. Oh, no, he's he's really just killing time playing Fruit Ninja. The <laughs> reservation's done like five minutes ago. Okay, uh, you ha- now have a reservation for, for two at uh, seven o'clock. Right, so now you've got a reservation at seven o'clock for two people, and it's under the name... Uh, under the name... Meredith. Meredith. Not Martha? I thought we were going to do Martha. No, there's too many mothers named Martha. Ah, you're right. (laughs) It gets confusing. It really does. Excellent. All right, so um, Ajax and I have down what we're going to do at 7 o'clock. Do you guys have a plan for your side of the plan? Uh, Well, I suppose we're going to hack our way into the apartment building. That's right. And then... Enter the apartment. Yeah. And then roll the apartment. Well, of course. And look for the stuff in the apartment. Well, he's got it. Well, one thing I would caution, though, is if you can do it without making it obvious, because right now he doesn't know to be cautious. But if we don't find what we need, but he knows we were looking, that might make things more difficult in the future. When have I let you down before? Uh, well, today's Thursday. Uh, we can talk about what happened yesterday. This Wednesday. That yes, yesterday was Wednesday. <laughs> that was an accident. She said she had the stuff. I believed her. I I don't know. Well, it's okay. She said she had chocolate muffins, and you thought that was something else. I, t- I was hungry, man. The taco place was closed. What was I supposed to do? Yeah, in twenty ninety nine, do not eat anything called a chocolate muffin. Just <laughs> gonna call that out right now. All right, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Jeez, let's get to work. Come on. All right, so swipe to six fifty eight. <laughs> okay, uh, Cho, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Chosen and and Flynn. And I dig right into the interesting part. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I I I, I want to hear a roll for breadstick at some point. Can that, can that happen? Just roll for breadsticks. That would make me a happy gamer. <laughs> Use your marketing skill to get some uh, some unlimited breadsticks. Yes. How are you guys approaching this apartment tower? Well, we only have the one vehicle, right? Hmm, good point. Uh, now, building-wise, I'm kind of picturing the typical metropolis, futuristic, super ultra high-rise yes. shenanigan. Yes. Okay. Very much so. All right. So, if we only have the one vehicle, we probably would have been dropped off. So the other, we could take a Luber. I'm sure that's like a, a Lyft and Uber joined forces, and now they're just called Luber. It also doesn't have a driver. It's also so sticky. <laughs> I would be okay with you dropping us off and then keeping the vehicle. Oh, that's very generous. If if things go wrong, we can we can improvise. 
Okay. Well, that's right. I mean, you can't. It's a fancy restaurant. You can't just roll up in a pedal van. True. Well, you dropped me off two blocks. You know, like my dad used to do in grade school. Oh no, that, that's that's just sad. All right, so we are gonna roll up in the van and park around. There's, I'm sure there's a parking deck, right? Yes, but it appears to be uh, gated. There's a steel security date at the underground parking garage. Well, Cho, I bet you could dummy up some sort of mechanic or repairman credentials? Well, we, we do have a panel van. Let me see what I can do. And uh, well, Cho will try to, try to fake some credentials, I guess. Okay, well, first you got to find that this is a pretty dense area, so you're going to have to look for the node uh, connected to the, the security system in this tower. So give me a networks check. Can do. Um, that's uh, 12, so total 18. Uh, you find the, the, the node, however, uh, there's a pretty reasonable firewall blocking the security client. Can I use crypto on that? Uh, it wouldn't be crypto. Uh, you could either try and brute force it, or you can try and uh, you know build some sort of software to try and worm your way behind. Okay, in the interest of time, I will try brute force. Okay, give me a software check. All right. Uh, seven? No. Definitely not. Do I feel like anybody detected me at all or found I was there? Um, give me a networks check. That's a 16. Don't look like, you don't think you set off any security subroutines. Right, well, that didn't work. Well, if we wait here for a minute, we will probably find someone who has a pass and is going in, right? All right, we could probably probably just spoof their ID then. Yeah. All right, let's do that then. Spoofing a chip is fairly easy to do, but it usually doesn't stand up to close scrutiny. So uh, you wait for about 25 minutes, and you do see a uh, Tesla come up to the thing, and you manage to do that. So give me another uh, software check to spoof it. Okay. That looks like a 23. Oh, uh, yes, you do have a copy. Again, it won't stand up to close scrutiny, but it will, it'll probably get you past most basic security systems in this building. Great. Well, uh, that seems to have worked. We've, uh, we've got ourselves an ID. Uh, name on the ID is Sophie Carter. So if anybody asks, you're Sophie. I can handle that. I go by Turner, though. That's fine. That's fine. Well, pull up. Let's see if this ID works. Cool. I'm driving, obviously. He's in the back doing computer stuff. Okay. Uh, so you drive up, and with your 23 spoof, it does open the parking gate, and you manage to pull inside. All right. We uh, Now we just to get up to floor 25. Is it is it 25 or is it 6? I, I You're in charge of this stuff, man. I'm the muscle. I'm going to go where you tell me. Well, well I don't know. <laughs> when we call uh, Mr. Mr. Video Camera Eyeball Face, he knows, right? Video Camera Eyeball Face? <laughs> yeah. Teaser face. That's uh, that's the guy. <laughs> that's, that's the guy with the Scooby-Doo thing. What's his name? Reynolds. Yeah, you know him. You know, he's, he, he got us in this mess. You were paying- Why don't we get Reynolds on the comb and find out what floor this is on? Yeah. Hey, 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 Reynolds. Yes. Uh, what floor are we going to? 25, right? Uh, I'm asking you. 
I'm going to look at Ajax. 25, right? Yes. Okay, Ajax says it's 25. All right, we're going 25. Thanks. Bye. Bye. We're going 25. Okay, uh, you step into the elevator. Uh, the There's uh, marble tile floors and mural, like a full mural around the side of it. Uh, this apartment building appears, it's fitting for a mid-level corporate executive. It's nice without being extremely ostentatious. And so you head up to the 25th floor and step into a hallway where there are rows of doors. Okay, while we are still on the elevator, can Cho uh, check to see if he has access to, like, the security system, like, cameras or something we might be monitored on? Yeah, that'd be behind that firewall that you bounced off of earlier. Oh, uh, can we try it again? Yeah. Okay. All right, that looks a 16. Barely. Barely. Oh, made it by the skin of my teeth. Yep. So you're into a 10 client computer. You can see where it's connected to a secure firewall. So I'm going to show you this really fast because under normal circumstances, I would have this on the gaming table. So that is what hacking looks like. So what you did was you busted past this little firewall right here and are now in this tenant client computer. This is a secure router and that is a secure, looks like a server that you can see on the network. All right, so from the client tenant computer, do I have access to that server or the security settings at all? Read, but not write. Oh, okay. But maybe the router? All right, well, let me, give, give me a moment here. Let me see. Maybe I can get this, uh, maybe I can connect to this router here. Um, hmm. All right. Cho's going to try and use that uh, thousand yard stair app. Okay. That gives me a, a bonus D6. Yep. I'm going to try and get into the router. Yep. Give me a network check. All right. That's 20 and then a bonus D6. 25. Oh, very nice. Uh, yeah, you definitely got the router and are through it, actually. Uh, you can actually see where there's a bunch of security subroutines in here designed to detect intruders, but you think you bypassed them. All right. Well, uh, Cho's going to... Try to loop the security footage. Um, try and give themselves a window for this little break-in, maybe like uh, 15 minutes or so. Okay. Uh, just give me a quick software check. Okay. Just rewriting the software. Uh, Flynn, to you, it looks like he's just waving his hands in the air. You see him pull something. You see him like stretch like a little line out in front of him as he's hacking through the system. <laughs> Are we in the elevator right now or in the hallway? You're in the elevator lobby. This is right before you get on the elevator. All right. That's a 24. Uh, perfect. Yeah, you should be. I, I love this little black die. <laughs> you should be good to go. Apparently, you guys are really good at hacking things. <laughs> yes. So I'm just leaning against the wall, really bored, waiting for him to finish flailing about in midair. Don't you have some guns to reload or something? They're all loaded. I haven't shot anybody yet. Uh, quick pose for the camera. Okay, so you guys head up in the elevator. Uh, again, very nice. It's, you know white marble tile floors, a mural, you know, some local artist who's done a fancy mural uh, dedicated to the power company um, as they go up. Uh, As you exit the elevator, you are on the 25th floor and are staring at a hallway full of doors. Wait, which door was it? Do you remember? I don't recall, but I... Yep, I have access to the tenant-client database here. I can can real quick look it up there. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, doesn't actually require a roll. You pull it right up. It is 2514. 
Great. Two five one four twenty five fourteen. I'm assuming the doors are numbered. They are. All right, then I'll just go right to fourteen. <laughs> okay. Uh, you are looking at his front door. It appears to be uh, fairly heavy wood. There is a chip reader to the right side of the door. I motion towards it, magnanimously waiting for the hacker to do his job. Can I use my security access to pop the door? Yes, under a maintenance code. I will use my what the app to find the code. Okay. Give me a software check. All right. It's an 11 plus one. This one should be fine. <laughs> it's one, two, three, four. Huh. I think it's uh, zero, 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 one. <laughs> Is that it? So you spoof the code into the chip reader and you do hear the electronic lock open. As Cho turns the handle, does he feel like he's setting off any alarms or alerts maybe in his visor? No. Give me an intelligence check. Huh? I have intelligence? Yeah, just just take your, your bonus for your intelligence. Okay. Right, that's a three, so... Nine. Okay. I hate this little black die. <laughs> I thought it was your favorite. <laughs> well, it was, but, but now... Now it has betrayed you. My favorite's fluid. Okay, uh, the door opens into a very well-appointed uh, two-bedroom apartment. Uh, you, there is slate tile along the entryway uh, leading into a hardwood great room. There is a kitchen to the right. Uh, you see a hallway to your left with three doors. So I'm going to enter first carefully in kind of a uh, military training sweep pattern to make sure the rooms are clear. Okay. You pie around the corner toward the hallway and see all three doors shut. Uh, you pie back around to the kitchen and there is no one here. Uh, give me a perception check. Uh, 16. There is motion detectors and walleye uh, security surveillance cameras in the room. Uh, that appear to have a pretty good cover on most of the place, except for the kitchen. Uh, I'm going to go into the kitchen first. Okay. Uh, there is, it's a fairly innocuous kitchen with an L-shaped counter, uh, stainless steel dishwasher stove and refrigerator. You see a pantry behind you. Uh, I'm going to open the refrigerator and pantry. Okay. And look for sandwich ingredients. <laughs> the only thing in the refrigerator is a bottle of vodka and... Three left in a six-pack of beer and a slice of cheese in a little package. So uh, you give me that vodka, you can keep that cheese. Fair. <laughs> Great. Is there anything in the pantry? Uh, again, a little bit of food. There's a, a loaf of bread, some protein powder, uh, some other supplements, some protein bars. Um, looks like powdered peanut butter to be added to protein shakes and a uh, box of cereal. All right, so uh, I I start to make a deconstructed cereal crusted grilled cheese with a peanut butter vodka dipping sauce. I throw it on the grill to get a little bit of char. Uh, I make sure to liquidate the peanut butter and uh, really get a nice caramelization on it. Um, and uh, I, I, tr I, I try to do this in twenty minutes so that the judges are happy. <laughs> Okay, uh, Chosen, you see Flynn begin to start cooking. Well, I don't know what you're doing there with that bread, cheese, and uh, protein powder, but I'll tell you what, it smells wonderful. And I like what you got going with that vodka sauce there. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, now, why don't you uh, why don't you do your magic with the security cams that are out there while I make us a snack? Well, no, they've been recording this whole time. I figure we'll submit this to one of them cooking shows. You could wait. Oh, perfect. Great. So let, let me know uh, when the 20 minutes are up. Uh, we will eat this, and then we'll go uh, look for the software or hardware or whatever we're looking for. Well, yeah, while you're doing that, I'm going to check a walk around, uh, see if I can find uh, some other another, other nodes or other pieces of security in here, things that might need a point of access. Um, oh, like those cameras that are up there that I walk past? Well, well, the cameras are always always recording. They're always there, but I'm talking about like other network pieces, ah. like, like like points or a panel, or maybe a, a hidden drawer or something that might need uh, might need me to hack into to get more access. I see the network like you see see the cheese. Okay, okay, you do that. So you see the vodka and the bread, and I see network. Perfect. You do that. My caramel is about to burn, so I got to go take right, care of that, fine. and uh, then get the deep fryer going. All right, so I'll, I'll just right take back. a look around. Can I have that bottle of vodka? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm done. You're, you're good. All right, I'll just take the bottle and walk around and uh, see what I can find on the network. Okay, that's that's actually where I'm going to cut over to the other scene. I'm going to look at Ajax and be like, should we remind them not to do anything that would leave evidence they were... Th- nah, they got that covered. No, Cho would never do that. No, not at all. Okay, uh, you, have, you arrive at the restaurant. Uh, so you approach a hostess station. As you enter the restaurant, the restaurant is in the lobby of the Fairmont Pacific Rim, which is a four four star hotel, a um, little little higher than a business traveler level, but not quite, you know, Ritz Carlton. Um, this restaurant has only been open for a couple of months. It's a trendy little place that you know specializes in overpriced small portions. Hmm. My favorite. So you uh, you pass through some glass double doors into the restaurant and see the hostess station on the left. Uh, there is a bar on the right. It's about three quarters full. Uh, it's 10 p.m., so you're you're right in the middle of the dining hours. Uh, a gentleman walks up and he goes, can I help you? Uh, yeah, we have reservations. Uh, Meredith. Meredith. He kind of eyes you funny. Meredith. Uh, yes. It's a family name. Yes, I see. Uh, okay. So there are, uh, in front of you, there are six uh, four-seater tables that are in the center dining room, and then there's two booths, and then you walk up into a um, the back area of the restaurant, and there's uh, five more booths and two more four-seater tables in the open area. He takes you up into the back area and seats you at the four-seated table in the center left. Do we see Dax anywhere yet? Give me a perception check. Oh, goody. I did so well at this earlier. 23 this time. Okay. 12 for Reynolds. Okay, Reynolds, you spot Dax. He is sitting in uh, one of the corner booths. It's a little hard to see him because of the muted lights in the booths. Uh, They're granite top tables with a, like a U-shaped booth. He is sitting there with a rather attractive woman who has uh, a kind of a streaked black and blonde hair, right? Very trendy right now. Uh, She's wearing a, you know, professional looking dress. Uh, skirt and blouse. Um, again, looks very attractive. Ajax, you see someone sitting at one of the bar stools that just seems out of place. I don't see anything out of place, do you? Yes. Oh, wh- what? Uh, two things. Uh, the gentleman at the bar is out of place, and that cook yelling at another cook about cooking with powdered peanut butter? <laughs> I Who don't would do understand. That? I don't know. <laughs> But it's definitely different. But I think we should focus on the guy at the bar. All right. 
I'm going to do that casual stretch and look over my shoulder and look at the guy at the bar. Do I see anything unusual? Uh, yeah, you see a, uh Asian gentleman who is sitting at the bar. He is extremely built, right? Uh, I think the term would be brick shithouse. And, Swole. Yes, and his his shirt seems like it doesn't fit quite right, and he's sitting very stiffly in his bar stool. And it's a lost me bag. I've seen it before. He uh, <laughs> he he doesn't seem like he's having a good time. He keeps looking at the door. He kind of keeps looking around, and as he's kind of shifting his bar stool, you notice that his beer is nearly entirely full. Ajax, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That we should have brought Flynn with us? <laughs> that plan A might be happening. But yes, we should have brought Flynn with us. Well, you know, hindsight is what it is. I don't want to say I told you so, but thinking back, maybe we should have gone with my plan. <laughs> so so question for Alex. Do we have our weapons on us? Like, am I carrying a 12-gauge shotgun? No, I was, I was my... presuming you left those in the van. Okay, Maybe, but I might have, like, my night stick or... Yeah. Com- okay. You're a formal marshal, so you own a suit, and so... Gotcha. You know, you're wearing, like, a just a basic business suit. Would I have my pistol on me, at least? Yeah, you could have that I in a should, shoulder okay. holster. Okay. So I want to try to uh, surreptitiously remove that uh, so it's ready to go in case I need to, and, and already have it sort of pointed towards the uh, man at the bar. Okay. Give me a agility check, or if you happen to have palming or deceit. I do not think I do. Nope. Uh, that will be a 14. Okay. Wow, I'm really rolling terrible today. Much to your benefit. Do you want me to get my dice? Maybe. <laughs> Tell him no. <laughs> yeah. So we'll do the thing where you look over my shoulder at Dax, and I'll look over your shoulder, or however it works out one of us looks at that guy one of us looks at that guy uh but we try to do it without being obvious what we're uh what we're up to i'm getting a little bit nervous so i want to go ahead and call into the other guys through our uh calm uh guys i think we might be ready to have a little fun and games over here are you uh, about wrapped up plating i'm plating behind you plating where'd that ramekin go god damn it no flint's, flint's got some 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 wicked food cooking in the kitchen here and uh, uh I've had a little vodka, I, I, I'll admit, but I'm looking around for, for things here. What can we do for you, boys? Hurry up. Fast. Now. Go. Fast. Got it. Got it. Flynn, plate quicker. Okay, so I'm going to cut back to the other scene now. Uh, Chosen, since you've been looking around, go ahead and give me a perception check. Uh, that is 11. Okay. Uh, the only thing of note is a uh, in the den, which is in the, the backside of the apartment, there is a desk computer, literally, so the, the screen is a touch screen, about uh, three by two, mounted into, flat into the desk of the den, and that is the biggest thing you see. You are getting a weird blank spot in his closet, but you didn't see anything when you glanced in there. When you say blank, like if, if I look at the closet through the visor to get that network view, it's as almost as like the closet is a null space? Yes, all right. Well, there's a computer here, Flynn. Fl- Flynn, bring it. Bring your plate in here. Done. Done. Hands off. I finished. We're good to go. No, no. Bring it. Bring it. I want to try it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm coming. Oh man, this is for being as wealthy as this guy is. This is some horrible vodka. 
anyway, the, so here's his desk computer, but what's more interesting is that closet there. It closet's kind of like, it. it's like blank. There's no signals coming from the closet, out of the closet, through the closet. It's like it's shielded somehow. Like some sort of Faraday cage. Can you open the closet? I'll, I'll hold. I'll hold. I'll hold the plate. You. You. You check the closet. I give him a blank stare for a second, and open the closet. It's a fairly large walk-in closet. There's a wide variety of suits in varying colors and things like that. Uh, on the right side, there is a set of shelves with more shoes than you thought normal people owned, and uh, tie racks. There is a spinning watch rack that is spinning around in circles. Uh, give me a quick perception check. How nice are those watches? Uh, pretty nice. Well, apparently I'm distracted because I got a six. <laughs> okay. Um, either that wall's too big or something's going on in the back of the closet. I pound on the wall. Sounds hollow. I punch the wall. Okay. Go ahead and give me a strength check or just roll me damage, actually. Oh, damage. Oh, I have a lot of damage. I'm strong. Eight. Okay. Uh, you punch a reasonably sized fist hole into the wall. As you look through the fist hole, you notice that there are some hinges below you, below where you punched. Uh, I punched the hinges. <laughs> okay, roll me some more damage. <laughs> All right. You know, that's what they say when games are getting slow, have some hinges jump out at you. <laughs> uh, seven again. Okay, uh, you punch the hinges off and see behind where there was a false door that was hidden in the bottom of the closet, there is a safe. Is it built into the floor it looks like it's bolted to the floor and to the wall uh, behind it god damn it uh digital keypad yep hey d- open this it's the thing i can't punch steel <laughs> open what and 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 you know cho like shoves the rest of the deconstructed sandwich in his mouth as quickly as he can open what the safe what safe? hold on let me look and cho looks over your shoulder and you can smell the that vodka sauce Coming off of his mouth. It's real good caramel, right, buddy? Oh, this, this, I'm, I'm impressed. This is really good, and it's healthy. It's full of protein powder. This, uh, this, uh, is it going to give me muscles? Probably. Good. I mean, me. how do you think I punched this door out? I ate that sandwich. Well, you got big mechanical arms. That's, I, I, I yeah. yeah. There's muscles underneath. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. All right. So yeah, there's a pad on that, and now that that, now that that wall is down, I can kind of see. Uh, let me see if I can get into the keypad. It might mean I might need that. You know, I might need to fake another chip, and I don't know if I can do that right now. I'm a little blitzed. Um, I have crypto. Not sure that's gonna work in this particular situation. You guys, Superman's dog always works with the party. It doesn't look like it's net connected. I do have my. I do have a tablet. Can I try and hardwire into the unit? It's probably gonna be difficult, but yeah, you can always try. The guy's an idiot. Look around. The The passcode is written somewhere like on the door jam. I start looking for a yellow post-it. <laughs> okay, give me, a, uh, give me a perception check. Oh, come on, baby. Come on. Natural 20! <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> the dice gods are supporting my stupid, stupid bits. Uh, in the left-hand nightstand, behind what looks like a comtab charger and a bunch of other random detritus and junk, you do find a yellow post-it note with a six-digit number on it. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the drive-thru RPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.